spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Friday. Oh, happy Friday, everybody. So, what Texas is doing at the border is going to hurt the state of Arizona. I think a lot of people are looking at Texas, Chad, and they're saying, you know what? Uh, They're getting tough on uh, people just walking over, people claiming asylum. Mm -mm, You know, maybe uh, somebody is. I know. So here's the deal. If you if you don't know, Texas now has a law. Uh, If a migrant enters uh, the state, if they come over the border, um, you're a single adult migrant man or women, you are taken into state custody. So think of it as SB 1070, ladies and gentlemen. We all remember that uh, from Governor Jan Brewer. She got very tough on immigration. Uh, It was called the show me your papers law. Uh, You know, if you took a poll, some people absolutely hated it. Some people said it was necessary. Right. Exactly. You, You can you can argue whatever side you want to argue. But here's how Texas and that is going to hurt Arizona. If you are a cartel or a smuggler, and let's be honest, these are smart people. They're making millions of dollars. They're sneaking in hundreds and hundreds of people, thousands and thousands of people. Texas, by doing this, it's going to hurt Arizona because if you're a smuggler or you're a cartel or you're trying to smuggle people in, why, why would you go through Texas? Because it's now, now, this is just going to be a pain in the rear end. Let's just go through Arizona. Let's go through California. They're not arresting people. If you are in a different country and you want to come here, would you want to? Would you want to go through Texas now, knowing no, that you're no. going to go to jail, no. or would you rather go to California where you get free health care? Or if you want to go to Arizona and then you sneak in, uh, or I, if, right? if it was me, right? And I'm coming from a different. Oh, go place. to California, uh, California, because right. they're going to give me. They're rolling out. They've got like trumpets. You walk across. Gavin Newsom's <laughs> putting like a lay. Right? They're handing you a license. They're giving you a bank account. I mean, no joke. They you're giving Insurance. you if you're a migrant free health care, free health care. But since Texas is becoming so tough on it and that they're taking migrants into custody if you are a migrant in another country don't you want to go somewhere else other than texas and if that's the case the answer is yes if that's the case arizona we're going to get more people at our border because of this and that's the tough part the question is because this thing is, as we know, going to go to the Supreme Court eventually. And like SB 1070. Like SB 10. Now, the difference is Supreme Court, what would that be looked upon in today's Supreme Court? Would it be looked at differently? There's several people out there in the world of law who've said, hey, based on the court's makeup and the fact that even in the past, states have failed to do certain things. Could this stick because the federal government's not doing what they're supposed to? Right. Is it a possibility? Sarah Isker of the Dispatch, David French, I think of what the Washington Post and New York Times has said there is a possibility. Would we then go, oh, well, if they're doing it, should we do it? I think if the Supreme Court says it's okay, uh, then you'd have to look at our governor, Katie Hobbs. Would she want to have local law enforcement? At the border, arresting migrants. And where do you put everybody? Yeah. You know, that's the other thing. Where do you put everybody? See, what I like what, about what Texas is doing is it's a deterrent. 
That's really what they're using it for. They're not using it for an actual let's stop people. Right. Right. They're going to, yes, they're going to take people into custody, but what they're using it as, eventually enough people are here, this is not the way to go. Yeah. Texas wouldn't be the way, you know, just you ask yourself a question. You know, you're you're not from the United States. You want to come here, whether it's illegally or you want to come and give a, a false story about asylum or you have an, you are trying to claim asylum because you're going to die in your country. Right. Yeah. And then you come here. Are you going through Texas? I'm not going through Texas. I'm going through Arizona and I'm going through California. We're not the only ones. I was reading today that. uh Italy is, you know, they've got kind of their female version of Trump, as everybody likes to say, because she's evil. Well, what she's doing is she is uh, making a deal with Albania because they have all these African migrants that have come and saying, hey, we ship them to you guys. We'll help you guys get into the EU. Mm. And so that's actually going to court soon. And the U.K. is debating whether or not to send all of their migrants to Rwanda to wait for asylum hearings. Mm. So, I mean, there are all these countries... Predominantly, Western countries are going through a lot of the same thing, and people are frustrated because they're, you know, I mean, they're all trying to get somewhere away from where it is. And most of it, as they always say, is economic. All right. So we're seeing Texas arrest migrants as they walk over. That is their new law. Okay. Um, it is uh, it is a bill that Governor Abbott has making illegal immigration a state crime. It was passed in December. Um, but... You know, it'll be it'll be challenged by Biden. There's no doubt. And then maybe the Supreme Court gets it. Let's go one different angle here um, that I think is important on the border. It's an election year. Is um, is Arizona's um, independent senator, uh, Kirsten Sinema, who joined us last week to talk about her border plan. I think she's spinning her wheels, man. do, Do you get the feeling that there are Republicans out there? And Trump is the biggest one who is saying, don't pass anything. Yeah. Don't you dare do anything on the border. He's telling Republicans, don't do anything. Don't give Joe Biden a victory. Don't give Joe Biden a victory. Okay, so that means they don't want to fix it. Uh, we know that Biden doesn't want to fix it. So aren't they both? Shouldn't we, shouldn't we hold the Biden administration well, the, and Republicans the both accountable the, at the same level? The senators inside of the the. the they're all about it. The Republican ones. They, I think that'll get through. It'll die in the House because. It, and by the way, there's a lot of Republicans that are on board if that you get the things that you want, uh, which of course is the asylum rule has to be absolutely fixed. Right. And it can't just be here's another twelve billion dollars for more people to make sandwiches and to take people from from point A to point but, B. But isn't it a zero percent chance they'll do that this year? Isn't it a zero percent chance that Republicans would never agree to that? Like if the best border plan of all time was handed to republicans right now to be a tough one for them because we live in this horrific world right. of it's all about the party right, right. Uh, but here they wouldn't here's do the it. one thing though i think it would get across you because do. i think they would get enough republicans to say yes and i think you don't remember it's so close and as of sunday it's going to be closer because another republican is retiring so i think it's the smallest margin in history i, I don't so you only need a few Democrats. I don't think it'd get through. I think you could give right now if Cinema came up with the absolute perfect plan to 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 stop people coming in from the border. No Republicans would pass it because it's all about we need the president to be Trump 
and we and he needs to rail on Biden and the border for the rest of this year until at least November. And then when Trump comes in, maybe we'll try. And you know, fix it would be it. very interesting if they got everything they asked for. And they and still Trump came it. out and said no, which I and, think would happen. And if that happened, I think that would show a lot of people this is what you're dealing with in the world of politics now. Right, that they'll still it, vote for Trump. This, yeah, you, right. yeah, well, maybe. Well, I mean, no, I, I, vote, I, right. well, they're not if you're a Republican, you're but still again, I don't Trump. think Biden's going to give him everything they want. So no, and and Biden wants sixty billion dollars for Ukraine, and people are going, well, you're not getting all of that. So let's just cut to the chase. It ain't happening this year. Probably not. No, it's an election year. Ain't happening. And so I do think that Kirsten Sinema is spinning her wheels. I give her all the credit in the world for trying to get something done. I think she's spinning her wheels. I don't think anybody wants to vote on a border solution this year. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. God, that'd be great if you were wrong. I love being wrong when it's like that. Otherwise, I like being right. <laughs> I like to be right. I'm not always right, but I like to be right. Who doesn't like to be right? All right, coming up next. If you drive with the windows down and the music blasting, apparently you have a serious health condition. We'll talk about it coming up next. The Gators and Chad Show, afternoons. So uh, if you drive down the street, and you roll those windows down, and you're thumping, you're loud, you're singing, <laughs> right? And not because you're broke and you can't afford air conditioning, because oh, we know who you people are. Because oh, I've been to one of those people, all of us, right? Pablo laughing at me because he knows. I'm talking about, you know, it's beautiful out, right? Who wouldn't want the windows there? But you're blaring music loud. You may have a health condition, Gators. Is that so? What is the health condition? Sleep apnea. No way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Explain that to me. Uh, the reason is it's estimated 20% of the population suffers with sleep apnea. And one of the things they're saying about this is you driving down the street, uh, especially in the afternoon with this, is a potential that you're trying to keep yourself awake. I don't make this stuff up. That's garbage. All right. That it, is such garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Up to one-fifth of collisions on the road may be caused by fatigue or sleepiness, is what they're saying, which is attributed to sleep apnea. Okay, what's the percentage again? Uh, up to one-fifth. So like 20% of the people that get into wrecks. That's right. a fair bit of uh, of wrecks. I, I would go less than that. I I can see. You're gonna go, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go lower, Bob. I, I don't know if I'm going to go 5%, though. I could go 10, 10%, maybe, something like that. Yeah. If you are sleep, let's go down the road. If yeah. you're sleepy, what do you do in the car? You do turn the radio up. And you roll and the you windows down. you do roll the windows down. But the majority of us don't do that because we have sleep apnea. The majority of us don't do that. We do it because we like the song and we like the breeze. But when you're sleepy, okay, I could see that. Man, I'll tell you what, when I'm driving home from, you know, like going out to see Jack, it's a quick turnaround. There's times I feel like I could pull over and take an hour now. Oh, absolutely. You know, especially driving on the road for a long time. So they've done this research uh, throughout Europe, in particular Britain, to look at this stuff. And one of the other things they're talking about is the fact that other tac tactics include singing, talking to themselves, changing seat positions, chewing gum, yeah. uh, you know, taking walk breaks, fidgeting, uh, and lots of coffee and tea. If you're drinking coffee and tea in the afternoon because you're really kind of tired and, and you know, you you know everybody knows after that lunch, you come back and you're like, Ugh. Yeah, I know. Uh, is that a, a chance that you may have sleep apnea? Okay, so I'll tell you, I have sleep apnea. So a bunch of years ago, um, gosh, this was probably... This is probably like 13, 14 years ago. I remember being uh, in Jersey for Christmas, seeing my family. And, you know, my brother's there, the doctor. And I had nodded off on the couch. And uh, when I woke up, he goes, you got sleep apnea. 
And I go, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, you're stop- I, I can hear you. You stopped breathing a couple times, and you need to go get a sleep study. And so I did. Um, but also at that time, I was also snoring really bad. Yeah. And I just got married. And my wife is like, "There's you're, this is awful. And I said, okay, I'll go get the sleep study. And I, I went and got the sleep study. I remember they told me, they said, your heart is working way over time, way over time. You absolutely have sleep apnea. And a lot of times I was sleepy and I was tired. Yeah. I don't remember getting in the car and being that tired. I mean, it, it sure, certainly it happened. Um, but, but, you know, you get the, you get the, the, the tube and all that kind of stuff. And it looks like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to sleep with that? It's pretty easy. You get used to it after a little while. Do you um, have the nose thing or do you have the full mask? I have the nose thing. And I don't sm- snore anymore. Or you just can't hear it. <laughs> no, my wife tells me, she, no, she'll tell me. I don't snore anymore. Haven't snored for over a decade because of it. You sleep better? And I absolutely sleep better. So I think there's something to this study. I don't know if it's 20% of the population that, you know, is going to, you know, open the windows and, 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 and they're in the car, they're blasting the music because they're going to fall, fall asleep. I think that's a, a, a high number. But, 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 you know, people who are, who are, are who have drove drunk. They do that. They'll they'll they'll, they'll raise you know, yeah. they'll take the roll the windows down and you ever fall asleep while driving? Have you ever done it? I've come close. Uh, I did it one time driving back from college, uh, from Syracuse, New York. And it was it was just it was a split, maybe it's just a few seconds. Um, because I had done like the night shift or something like that and I was exhausted and I I pulled over and uh, it is it is amazing. Like it sounds crazy. No one could ever fall asleep while you're driving. That's cr- it happens yeah, all can. the time, all the time. And so, and all, I I dozed off quick, and then you you wake, you know, you yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, and you you're you're in the fast lane. You're like, I'm gonna kill somebody. Yeah. And like I said, I when I drive home from Jack, there are times, especially when it goes from from daylight to you know to to dusk, and then there's and times I feel like I could pull over and sleep for an hour. And you're not a caffeine guy. No, no, no I have I have a. You imagine Celsius, chat on caffeine. I have Celsius in the morning, one <laughs> little Celsius at like three in the morning, and okay. then I don't have caffeine the rest of the day. Yeah, because you would be you would be wound up like a top. <laughs> you already are, and then if you have caffeine. All right, so if you have if yeah if you have if you're falling asleep in the car, maybe you do have sleep apnea. Go get a test. Coming up next. So we have some parents that know their kids are members of the Gilbert Goons. Wow. So why aren't they coming forward? We've got some inside details on that that you're going to want to hear next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right. Thanks for checking us out. We're here till six. And then Becky Lynn. The brilliance at six o'clock. You have to wait for that. <laughs> She'll be here. Uh, Arizona's evening news. All right, wise man, throw your microphone on. Let's go through this. Uh, here's the deal, everybody. We're getting a lot of people reaching out to us. Chad, me, wise man, Pablo, everybody uh, about the Gilbert Goons. You're getting the best coverage of the Gilbert Goons uh, right here from two to six. There's no doubt about it. And so we vetted some folks who have reached out to us. And when we vet you, um, it is a process. One particular gentleman stood out to us. And so all three of us went through this. We vetted, we phone, phone call, checked, all that kind of stuff. So we want to tell you a little bit of a story um, that you haven't heard yet. There are parents out there in Gilbert. I don't know how many of them, but there's certainly a few. 
they know their kids are members of the Gilbert Goons. So the question is, what do you do as a parent? What a horrible thing. Horrible. So we talked to a gentleman who's friends with a mom in Gilbert. And mom knows her son is a goon. Knows her son is in one of the videos assaulting another kid. Mom knows that her child is in trouble. Um, and she has asked the gentleman that we spoke with, listen, I need help. You're my friend. Can you turn my son in? So I want to get this right. She is saying, "Yeah, my kid's involved. Yeah, I'm asking like a neighbor, hey, can you help yeah, friend. snitch on him for yeah. me? Yeah. I don't hear dad in this. I don't hear dad in it. We didn't get, we actually didn't get that far. Wise man, um, when when we spoke to this man, his reasoning for being the person picked to go to the police and say, hey, listen, I know a woman. She doesn't want to come forward. It's her son. Uh, why is mom asking him? I imagine that it's mostly because she worries that if she turns her own child in. Yeah. Like, let's say, and I even said to the guy, you right. know, why can't she just walk in? To a police station today. Why can't she just walk through the front door, go up to the desk, say, here's who I am. Yep. My kid is in the video that you've put on your Facebook page. Here, here's the video. I can right? identify him for you. Positive ID right there. Yeah. I think that she's concerned, as many parents probably would be, that somebody might see her doing this. Okay. Or know that she's throwing her own kid under the bus and possibly could be ratting out other kids as well. And that there could be retribution, retaliation. From other goons or other kids that have committed That's crimes it. too. Uh, see, so the end of that really, really hit me when, when when we were speaking to him. So, so mom, like, like the first thing is like, okay, you're a parent. You find your you find out your kid is a Gilbert goon. I think I my thing would be as a parent, I'd be like, all right, um, if I don't get you help, if I don't if I if I don't go to the authorities, you're going to end up dead. You're you're going out. You're beating people up. Who the heck did I just raise? What is the matter? How do you address it with them? First of all, let's just say there's not a dad around. Okay. Obviously, this kid's shown he has a uh, uh, you know he's prone to violence and not fine with that. Yeah. Is mom terrified? What kid might do? That's okay. always a possibility. So okay. how do you address this in that situation where you want the best for your son and you want him to understand that? Uh, and I think one of the things, too, is, you know, you have to lawyer up at some point. You know, after you address this, you must lawyer up before you do anything. It's your kid. Yeah. And, you know, getting your kid out of the Gilbert Goons is going to save the kid's life because they're going to run up against someone. Always somebody bigger and tougher. It's always somebody bigger and tougher. And it might not be 15 on one like they're used to. OK, so if you're just joining us, um, we spoke to a man uh, who is friends with a mom in Gilbert. And mom knows her son is a Gilbert goon. What do you do? So she would like um, this man to positively identify her child to to the police. But as the wise man said, she's afraid of retaliation from the goons. Maybe they'd retaliate against her son. And so the other part of this, Steve, is, um, you know, we have we have sat here and made sure we have told everybody the absolute truth about what's happening in Gilbert. The mayor is a joke. Yeah. The chief is a disaster. We heard him yesterday. 
you know, the Phoenix, excuse me, the Gilbert Police Department dragged their feet. I mean, there were times where they didn't investigate for months. They they left cases inactive. And okay, so so now this man actually called the Gilbert Police Department, and what happened? Yeah, so he's been calling the emergency line. You know, not nine one one, but the the line where you give tips and information. And got through, of course, all three times in the last week that he's called yeah. to give this information to them, let them know he's connected with one of the mothers who can positively ID one of the kids in the video. Right. All three times they took the information down, said, we'll pass you along to a detective. All three times he got their voicemails mm-hmm. and left them messages and has not received a call back. Okay. Now the question is, uh, do you blame that on the Gilbert police for not getting back to the tips in a timely manner? Or are they getting so many tips, like the chief said in his press conference yesterday, I think he said hundreds and hundreds of tips that they have to go through. Right. Is it just that they're receiving so many? Do you give them any sort of leeway there? Uh, yeah, 24, maybe 48 hours. I think you get past that. Uh, and it's been a week. Yeah. I think you once you get past that, I think now you're at, a, you know, let's say you get 100. How many detectives are working on it? Even if you took 20 or 30 a day, you should be able to come up, at least make a phone call and go, hey, we're not talking about, I think I know somebody. We're talking about a relative of somebody. This seemed, this would be one of those things where you move it up to the it top. It gets bumped up. Yeah, bump it up. So far, it hasn't been bumped up. So far, it hasn't been bumped up. We'll keep our eye on it. Uh, and we'll see what happens in this case. By the way, you've got a mom who's going to identify her son. Tough. I understand how tough that is. But that's 100% right there. You've got the kid. This isn't, oh, I think that's him. He's a friend of mine. Well, it doesn't look. No, mom knows that this kid is in a video, knows that this kid is beating up other kids. This is, is, this is a lock. And this isn't like what the chief said yesterday where he said, well, some of them have the same haircuts. Oh, geez. Remember when he said that? He's like, they wear the same clothes. They have the same hairstyles. This is mom knows her kid. Here's the silver platter. Here's everything you need to know on it. Here's the kid. Mom's going to ID the kid, and you don't get a call back. Guys need to wake up out there in Gilbert. Goodness gracious. All right. Coming up next, we're going to do some presidential essentials. Only the need to know stuff about the 2024 presidential election, including Obama to run in place of Biden. And I got some... Breaking news my buddy sent me. I love when Chad has political breaking news because you know what? Uh, It'll be everywhere in about an hour and a half. We'll get it first next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad show. If you want to save America, you must vote for your favorite president of all time. I promise you that our best days are yet to come. We represent a chance to reverse the decline of this country and to give this country a new birth of freedom. Having two 80-year-olds running for president, America deserves better. You can't sit home, even if you vote and then you pass away. It's worth it. Presidential Essentials. Only the need-to-know stuff about the 2024 presidential election. Yep. You hear these presidential essentials throughout the year. So, we got New Hampshire voting in four days. We'll give you coverage next week. Here's the big one, man, and it doesn't have to do with New Hampshire, but it does have to do with becoming the president. Uh, could Obama run in place of Biden? You and I have well, talked Obama's about Obama's already run in the country. I think we already know that. <laughs> I don't know. 
Isn't that what everybody says? I don't know that. That's the new thing where, that Is Obama that right? basically... Well, what Obama said one day, yeah. his dream was to do all the stuff behind the scenes, but have somebody else be the salesman. <laughs> and, uh, you know, now everybody always thinks that all the people out there are like, oh, yeah, I totally know Obama's doing it. But you're not talking about Barack. I am not. So I'll say it again. Could Obama run in place of Biden? Obviously, it would not be Barack Obama. It would be Michelle Obama. Now, it's interesting. Kristen Benst was on our show earlier this week, and she said that that she believes that could could be that could be what's happening. I'm starting to hear uh, and read certain people um, that say, listen, America, you should not be shocked if it's Michelle Obama and she somehow is going to uh, put herself in the 2024 race. Okay. In seeing that, in reading that, uh, Chad's shaking his head. No, she okay. wants no part of this. She's seen this thing. How before. do you know? She's only part of it. But how they, do you know? They've been through it. They're enjoying their lives. They've got a hundred million dollars. They're having fun. They're producing stuff for doesn't Netflix. Doesn't mean that she doesn't want to do uh, it. I don't think she wants any part of this. I just don't. I think she likes to be involved, but involved. She's she's already been down that road. I okay. think if she would have wanted to, uh, she could have gotten in in four years ago. No, you can't because you've got to wait for President Biden to step down. Well, I know, but you could have got in, you know, and ran, tried to run against Trump. What at if some she point. wasn't ready? I know. Well, what she, if she what feels she? like she's ready now? No, nah, I don't think okay. she wants any part of it. Likeable figure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. Very smart lady. No question about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know her policy. I guess it would probably be very, very similar, similar to, to, to Barack Barack's. Obama. Yeah. Okay. Um, if Joe Biden is uh, as, uh, 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 how do you even want to say it, cognitively uh, impaired impaired as we think he is, and as he looks, and as he sounds. And if the eyeball test is real. Right, and, and I believe the eyeball test is real. Um, would he say, you know what? If it's you, I'll leave. I'll step down. If it's you. How do you do that, though? The problem is you've painted yourself in a corner because you have what... The people on the left are going to say a very capable woman behind you, who's also a woman of do color. They, do they say she's capable? Well, the people that are full of baloney do. Okay, but I think Amer- let's the eye test. Yeah, America knows that Harris is not capable. Yeah, um, Democrats know she's not capable. Of course capable. they do. And there and and if you were to poll people in a room, yeah. Do you think, and it's anonymous, do you think she's capable and they're all Democrats? Absolutely not. I think they would all say, no, she's not. Oh, absolutely. She's not ready. So, not ready. But would they do it in public? Because uh, it would hurt their cred of being that inclusive DEI would, folk. But if they also said, yes, she's capable, it would hurt their cred too. Right? Yeah, but they don't care. They, they only care about winning. You know, they, the way they figure it is we'll okay. put enough people around her that they can do the job and she can just go out there and giggle. Presidential essentials only the need to know stuff about the 2024 presidential race. Uh, Ron DeSantis sent all of his people home in New Hampshire and he's laid off a ton of people in South Carolina. His candidacy is over after New Hampshire. Is a good chance it, it this thing, this could, I think South Carolina because he's there, but I think for all intents and purposes, you're not going to. And then when Tim Scott endorsed Trump, he said that killed him. That destroyed what he thought. He thought he was going to get Tim Scott in South Carolina. Hey, Becky Lynn's up next with the 5 o'clock KTAR News Expansion.